This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, November 10th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Easing truck weight limits. Wildfires reduce dam capacity. And Costa gets home team support for ag. Now here's a programming note. Tomorrow is a federal holiday for Veterans Day, so there'll be no AgriPulse Daybreak that day. Daybreak will return on Thursday. Relaxing truck weight limits could help with climate goals. One unexpected outcome from the pandemic has turned into a lesson for businesses and regulators. That according to Rob Vanderhoevel, a senior vice president at California Dairies. Our state regulators teamed up with federal regulators to expand the limits on weights for trucks that could deliver food, he explained at the California Dairy Sustainability Summit on Friday. Not only do you gain efficiencies, but I think when you put the pencil to the paper, you have a more environmentally sustainable model. He said making this permanent would make more trucks off the road and would reduce the carbon footprint. State report on wildfire planning has a role for ag. The governor's Office of Planning and Research yesterday updated its guidance for cities and counties in planning for wildfires. It offers land use strategies for reducing fire risk for buildings and communities. Along with vegetation management, the lengthy report recommends agricultural buffers to create defensible space in areas known as the Wildland Urban Interface, or WIs. With the new housing developments in the WUI, it recommends clustering homes together with larger agricultural buffers than what has been the standard way of broadly dispersing houses. The changes we are seeing in the scale and severity of wildfires combined with decades of expansion of the wildlife urban interface and a century of extensive fuel buildup demands that we expand our approach, said Cal Fire Chief Tom Porter. Wildfires are reducing dam capacity. While dams are designed to store water, they also collect sediment washed down through the watershed over time. This reduces the amount of water that can be stored. In the Napa River watershed, wildfires are now accelerating this process, according to researchers at the UC Davis Center for Watershed Sciences. While dams already have a finite lifespan, at some point have to be removed or replaced. This further shortens that useful time frame. The researchers caution it's too early to see the effects of the glass fire that swept through the area in October. They estimate that dozens of dams ranging in size block of about 23% the Napa watershed. Corporate giants press farmers to go green. Multinational giants in retail, agribusiness, meat processing, and food manufacturing, along with the largest restaurant chains and leading apparel brands, want U.S. farmers and ranchers to produce food and fiber more sustainably. In the first of a five-part series, AgriPulse takes an in-depth look at how reductions in greenhouse gas emissions could have far-reaching effects on American farmers and ranchers. You can read the full article at AgriPulse.com. California Farm Bureau backs Costa to lead House Ag. The California Farm Bureau Federation is throwing its weight behind home state representative Jim Costa to be the next chairman of the House Agriculture Committee following Representative Colin Peterson's failed re-election bid. 
Given his decades of experience in California agriculture, we believe Congressman Jim Costa is the right person to lead the committee as Americans grapple with the challenge of keeping nutritious food available for all growing the economic opportunities for new and existing agriculturalists and addressing the risk brought by a changing climate, said CFBF President Jamie Johansson. Now, the California Fresh Fruit Association is also pushing for Costa. A farmer himself, Congressman Costa, understands the daily challenges farmers face, said CFFA President Ian LeMay. He pointed out that California has been the top ag-producing region in the world since 1867. By the way, the last time a California representative was chair. Representative David Scott of Georgia also announced his candidacy for the ag chairmanship. EU to retaliate on WTO's Boeing ruling. European Union is set to begin hitting the U.S. with tariffs on $4 billion worth of goods today to retaliate against unfair subsidies for Boeing, and the Trump administration is responding angrily. The United States is disappointed by the action taken by the EU today. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer said yesterday the alleged subsidy to Boeing was repealed seven months ago. The EU has long proclaimed its commitment to following WTO rules, but today's announcement shows they do so only when convenient to them. The retaliation could include tariffs on some farm and food products, such as frozen concentrated orange juice, walnuts, and grapes. The wine industry has renewed calls for a negotiated solution. The Wine Institute and its European counterpart urged a de-escalation of trade tensions and the immediate suspension of all retaliatory tariffs on wine. In a joint statement, they note that the EU has decided to spare U.S. wines from punitive tariffs. Talks, but no sign of progress on stimulus. There's little evidence on Capitol Hill that the chances of a new stimulus bill have improved since the election. In a message to House Democrats, Majority Leader Steny Hoyer of Maryland says his party wants a deal, quote, along the lines of what we passed in May and October in the HEROES Act. So far, the Republican-led Senate has ignored this pressing challenge, and it is long past time to act, Hoyer wrote. Meanwhile, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky yesterday called on Democrats to agree to a, quote, targeted bill. Now, keep in mind... Pfizer's announcement that its vaccine is more than 90% effective against COVID-19 throws a new twist into the stimulus debate, giving the positive impact the vaccine could have on the economy. That might make it easier for Republicans to take a harder line on the cost of a stimulus package. Trudeau seeks Biden's help on China. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau reached out to President-elect Joe Biden yesterday and stressed in tweets that they agreed to, quote, work closely together on issues such as trade, energy, and China. While Canada is preoccupied with China's detention of two Canadians on charges of spying, the U.S. is still in a trade war with China, and Biden has vowed to work with allies to confront the Asian adversary. On another trade issue... U.S. farmers are concerned that Canada is not living up to its promises to import more dairy, a provision agreed upon in the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Here's today's He Said It. Both sides are saying they want one, but both sides are saying they want only what they want.
that Senator Roy Blunt of Missouri when asked by a reporter about the prospects of passing a stimulus bill in the lame duck session. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, November 10th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Galley.